Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Engage! Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the world's greatest Star Trek podcast. That's right, you're listening to the Ready Room. Has that been certified? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, Dork Trek. It's Wednesday. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. We're on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Dork Trek. We're at Twitter, at Dork Trek, and uh, we're also online. It is dorktrek.com. Join the forums. Have fun. Get in on the conversation. It's a lot of fun. We are the crew of the SS Boner. I am Lieutenant Commander Bob Fresh. I'm Lieutenant Commander Jenny Zell. I'm Lieutenant Commander Ben McCormick. And I am Lieutenant Commander Dennis Black and Asian. That's right. We watch and review each episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, and we have fun doing it. Yes. It's a lot of fun. We are in Season 3. The episode we're reviewing today is... It's a sad one. It's a sad episode. It for is me. a sad. It one. is. This episode. Makes when you me think s- about it, it is very sad. It, ep- it might be sadder than the previous one. Yeah, for different reasons, of course. <laughs> yeah. The last episode we did was the bonding, and that's sad because there's a bunch of dead people. Yeah. But this episode is sad because. Looking for love <laughs> in all the wrong places. Jordy, Jordy. Jordy can't find love. Jordy strikes out. This episode is called. Booby trap, which is ironically named because Jordy couldn't see boobies if his life depended yeah. on it. This this one is should be called the uh, origin of internet dating. <laughs> <laughs> internet creeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oddly enough, this episode starts with Jordy on the beach with a lady. Hey, looks promising. Mmm. They're they're having some drinks. Jordy's so awkward and stiff, though. He like, is, yeah. Just the poor guy. Yeah. It's like he practiced this from a manual. You know, he's like, oh, I bought this, you know, secret yeah. success of how to how to meet women. Or how whatever. to lure women into yeah, my exactly. holodeck and have sex with yeah. them. He's one of the guys who buys those videos you see at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, totally. <laughs> see, but the bad part for Jordy is he's not necessarily looking for sex, no. He wants love, like yeah. everyone else yeah. that you encounter on he's, the Enterprise. He is Hat Club. Yeah, he is. He's a, he's a friend of ours that you know doesn't want Mrs. Right now. They want Mrs. Right. Exactly. Yeah, everybody knows one. I mean, because look at look at Riker. He just slays bitches. Yeah. You know what I mean? Picard is known later on to have like a tiff here and a tiff there with some chicks. Not necessarily right. looking for long distance or long term commitment. Jordy just wants. To, love and to be loved which is weird but I, but I guess it makes sense because we talked about this in the last episode he's the only one that comes from like a two parent household right right and mm-hmm. maybe that's why he yeah everybody else is afraid of their emotions but not Jordy he he, he loves feeling emotions and closeness to people he doesn't he have daddy family. issues exactly <laughs> yeah he never had issues he's just a well adjusted good kid yeah and that makes me feel better about Hat Club Hat Club's a good kid <laughs> But yes, yeah. So uh, Jordy has the perfect program written. Yeah, it's a moonlit night on the beach. We've got a little uh, violinist. Well, the violinist journey. was a bad. That was oh a bad move. Yeah, because like, he was dressed like a pirate. Yeah, yeah it's not yeah. arousing <laughs> to anybody. He's trying to get her drinks, and he's like, "Oh, would you like a no, I've had enough." And he's like, "No, oh, come on, coconut no no." No coconut no no. Yeah. First off, that's a bad name for a drink. <laughs> it is yeah. a no no. Yeah, because then he's gonna put it in your no no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to drink the roofy one, and then you know it's just bad news. Yeah, and then oh, hang on, I forgot. And then the the pirate violinist shows up, who yeah. gets way too close to the couple. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Does anybody ever think? I mean. 
you and I, Lieutenant Commander Zell and I discussed this. Does anybody think violinist at a romantic evening is romantic? I don't know. Because usually you pay them so they go away. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're in a restaurant, fancy tips. restaurant with a violinist, they come and play at your table and they keep playing until you actually tip them. Maybe and then it's they different go, in the future. Yeah. <laughs> I've <laughs> never thought that. I mean, it was distracting and loud. But I guess it's better than like an accordion. Yeah. <laughs> Or like yeah. a, a guy playing... Like okay, a sharp glass in your eye would be better <laughs> than an accordion. And, and it but doesn't help, too, that he was playing really way too close. Yeah. yeah. He was literally... I mean, like, there were, Jordy was making a move to the chick, and the pirate violinist was Cock making a move to the chick. I thought they were going to go for, like, a three-way three kiss. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that's what it looked like Jordy was saying. And what would have sucked is she wouldn't have been on it. She would have been like... Jordy would have been kissing the violinist. Yeah, I don't think this is going to work. i got to get out of here. Yeah. I got an early bridge shift tomorrow. Yeah. No, no, you didn't. I made the schedule. You don't have to work tomorrow. You have the whole day off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can do Wouldn't it be like awesome that. if Jordy totally got aggressive? He's like, hey, bitch. <laughs> now, Jordy, I'm the chief engineer. Jordy's not that kind of guy. No. no. As, as... Not yet. What's her name? Christine? Christy. Christy. Yeah. Yeah. As Christy's telling Jordy, he's like, I know. Yeah. I don't. Like He's been like down that. this road many a time I before. Know. Yeah, this I mean, is you're a great guy, but I don't like you like that. I know. Yeah. That's the thing that okay, can't we just be two friends? Things about this whole scene that just bugs the crap out of me. Number one, he takes her on a first date, and it's this whole like elaborate romantic thing. Why wouldn't they just go down the ten forward and chill yeah. out and have a couple drinks? Because yeah. Jordy is looking for love. Because he, he, he put way too much thought into this whole thing. He's just really trying too hard. This is an anniversary yeah. date, not a first date. It's exactly. Like, I imagine he probably replicated, like, a white horse and rode up to her quarters in it. It's like, <laughs> yeah. so shall we go on our date to I the holodeck? I doing that. <laughs> it's just because he's hard up, and he thinks this is what chicks want. Yeah. And, right. I think and he's overcompensating th- for the fact that he wears this big visor on his face. He's and like, he- well, she's not going to find me attractive, so I have to be extra romantic. And he's got no game. Yeah. yeah, I think that's well, the see, most yeah. important thing. I think you know because originally when the show came on, uh, when TNG was first airing, the th- idea was that Wesley was put in so that fifteen-year-old nerd boys would have somebody to identify with on the show, mm-hmm. right? And we'd all love Wesley and say, "Yeah, he's just like us," and blah blah blah. But I think by this point, Wesley was already kind of not being too popular. But Jordy was that character. Because your your standard Trek nerd that watches, you know, twenty hours of Trek a week, like one member of our crew <laughs> um used to do when he was fifteen, um doesn't leave much time for being successful with uh chicks. But why couldn't they have both? Like why couldn't the fifteen year olds have Wes yeah. and uh Thirty-year-olds have Jordy. <laughs> well, see, I, I think they like, both serve the same purpose I, I at some point. I didn't think though that it's just a different generation of loser. Jordy yeah. didn't <laughs> come across as like a thirty-year-old dude for me. Whenever I really? watched this episode, it was more like he was. Most thirty-year-olds I know. I mean, even me, the you know Uber Trick nerd. I already had gotten married by the time I was thirty. Finally, not much yeah, but, before thirty. But, but but to his defense, he's a career man. Yeah. He's off jetting around the galaxy. So are there 30-year-olds that are that clueless about chicks? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, it makes sense for <laughs> you me been when out I was... In a while, have you? I mean, when I was 15, when I was 20, when I was 25, yes, I was Jordy. I, I would have fallen into that same thing. But by the time I was 30, I'd finally tripped and fell into some. So, you know, <laughs> at some point... I just think they're... Uh, I mean, strippers are amazing. Yeah, dude, dude, if you just keep buying them stuff, they eventually... eventually yeah, yeah, the champagne room yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Dudes <laughs> that don't know how to talk to chicks, though, they never figure it out. Like, yeah. that's the thing. It's like you have it or you don't. Well, I don't know about that. No, nah, it's, it's... I mean, you know what? You may... You may 
get like a one, hit. You have to you access. May the, you may throw the bat out there and hit the ball, but yeah. it's not going to go very far. Well, no, I think you have to access that part of yourself because everybody has their own special game. And so once you figure it out, then you're you're in. You know so you, you know to, how you can relate to women. So you're saying you have to find something that's game, so you have to know your audience, and perhaps Jordy doesn't yeah, know or his you, audience. Yeah, you kind of have to understand women and how they think and what they're attracted to but Jordy and what no, you have but, that they may be attracted to and I, sell that to them. I do think it's safe to say that Jordy has no clue. Yeah. Well, and see, and because he thinks there's nothing – he doesn't love himself, basically. Like he's, he, he's trying to use the romantic night and everything like this, and she'll think everything's great. So she has to, it has to elevate her impression of me instead of accentu- accentuating, you know, something that's positive about himself, like how smart right. he is. Like if he came, if he just tried to impress her with all his knowledge about the ship and have a really intellectual conversation with her, he probably would have gone a lot further. Yeah, but what chick is going to be into that? But she might be. Well, I mean, that's that's his awesome. game, though. That's the kind of game that he has to figure out. How can I make this broadly appeal to uh, women? Of all, you know, who maybe not be interested in it. But, How do I make I, it interesting But he's got to know his audience, too, though. Like, he's yeah. got to go after chicks that work in engineering, but then he can't do that because then it's fraternization. But I don't think Starfleet no. has, like... But, I mean, everybody who works on the ship has some kind of technical base behind them. So he can say, well, what do you do? And then kind of relate it to what Why he does in engineering. Oh, you're yeah. dead. Yeah, but, I mean, she has a methodology to what she does. Yeah. So he can relate that. Oh, that's like when I fixed the warp core and blah, blah, blah. Oh, so tell me more about your now archaeology, gonna, sweetheart. fix your core, baby. Exactly. <laughs> with my but, I mean, that's the key thing. You should love me because every day I work on the warp core, and if my frustrations came out at work, maybe we don't all live the next day. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but you know what? That might be a more successful approach for Jordan. <laughs> than the violinist. I can turn off the life support system. Like Just that. in your quarters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Your revel- your food slot doesn't work anymore. Um, but Jenny, I can fix why. it for you. <laughs> Jenny, correct me if I'm wrong, but the easiest way to have a connected relationship with a woman is to get her to talk about things she wants to talk about. Exactly. Okay. So, so that's what you so have you to do. If you let the broads talk about themselves, you're going to be more successful. Not just about themselves, but stuff that they want to talk about. Yeah, just you have to learn how to pretend to listen. Yeah. And how to now, get them to keep talking. And then eventually they get comfortable is, talking that, to you. That was my problem. They feel comfortable expressing themselves emotionally to you, and then they'll express themselves physically. It works for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm usually not that interested in what the other person has to say because it's obviously you don't have not to as be. interesting as you what don't have I've to got be to I'm sorry, were you saying something? <laughs> Are you still talking? But um, That's just a tip out there from a pro for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the other thing that bugged me about this. Jordy asks her out on a date to the holodeck. Yeah. And then she goes through this whole thing, you know, sitting on the beach and having the drinks and the violin. And finally she says, I like you, but I don't like you that way. Yeah. Like, why did she even accept a date? Because even in the 24th century, women are bitches. (laughs) I I agree with that. That's exactly what was going through my head. I was like, man, what a bitch. If you had any idea how many first date dinners I've been on where it was... Yeah, go ahead and order that most expensive thing on the menu. Yeah. Oh, but now two bites into it, you don't actually like that. Okay, wow. Yeah. Well, that was just half my paycheck for the week. But, but see, sure. like well, in the 24th, yeah, now you go to coffee for a first date, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but like in the 24th <laughs> so century, the most expensive thing at Starbucks. It's only so you were doing the same thing bucks. as Jordy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I was. Uh, I took him to the Sizzler. But in the 20, in the 24th century, nothing costs anything. <laughs> you know, like. Like, maybe a girl nowadays would go on a date with a guy because she could get a nice dinner out of it or something like that. She could just replicate her own on the ship. Right. I mean, the only thing she was going to get job. is, like, 
spending time with Jordy under the moonlight. Or maybe you know, I she mean, she likes to fuck with people's heads. The, I think yeah. that's unfair to say. I, I'm, I'm, I don't even know why I'm sticking up for Christine at this point, but I feel yeah. like I have to because yeah. we're all just, you know, you guys are just bashing her. <laughs> maybe she was interested in Jordy at some. At some stretch right. of this, from afar, level was too high. His, she's like, "Whoa!" This his is. sense of desperation was just like, "Whoa, dude!" I thought this was going to be like a Riker date, like, you yeah, know, exactly. We were going to go to ten four. You're going to throw a couple drinks on my throat. We'd fuck, and that'd be it. Yeah. Like I didn't know you were looking for love. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, like, it, it could be he's he's in Riker's entourage. So if yeah. you're in the entourage, you kind of get some of that aura of the star of the entourage. Yeah. So maybe she thought he too. would be like a. Maybe she thought he would be more like Riker. Yeah, that's that's just what I'm assuming. Be, yeah. like she could have been interested, but they yeah. were just they're at different points of their level of commitment. Like Jordy clearly wants Mrs. LaForge, yeah, and this girl just wants to have some fun on on you know on deployment. Yeah, you know that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I don't think she's a dirty whore and no. she's an evil bitch and all these yeah. things. I, just I think, think that's a little bitterness coming out of bed. Yeah, I know. I'm just yeah. saying. I just think the the slopes are different, and it happens to everybody. Yeah. You know, like you're looking for something more, and it just doesn't work out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or they just realized they weren't compatible when they were hanging out because she's not into coconut drinks and pirate violinists. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, that's that's the deal for her. I see. I noticed that Jordy did something that I used to do as well, which was odd. Because did you notice his outfit? It's the uh, same color as his uniform. <laughs> Well, he was trying to remind her, yeah. I am your boss still. <laughs> yeah. And you want to work graveyard shifts? I'm like fourth in command here, so. You know, I was, when I was in the Navy, I had an unnatural amount of blue in my wardrobe. And our uniforms are blue. And it was just like, whoa. I had actually yeah. been accused a couple of times of, why are you wearing your uniform off? To- oh, wait, you're not in uniform. Wow. Close. It's sad. <laughs> but you know what? you got to give Jordy credit because the next scene is Wes... And, and Data, Data yeah, playing chess, and I was so happy to see Data kick Wes's ass in chess. Like yeah. it just made me oh, yeah. happy. Because Wes is so full of himself, he made this awesome move, blah blah blah. And then Data's like, blah, makes blah, takes mm-hmm. two two of his pieces. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take that, you smug little shit. He, yeah. his, he made his dick face. And and I think all, I think Wes was getting ready to cheat too, because he tried oh, yeah. to change the subject really yeah. fast. Yeah. Look He's like, the hey, look at all those asteroids. <laughs> so this was the final battle. Yeah, right over there. See? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Data has a photographic memory, so yeah, yeah it's not going to work. But it, but then you know you got to give Jordy credit because what does he do? They're playing chess, and Jordy comes in at ten forward, and he goes, Wes goes, uh oh, that couldn't have been good. Yeah, he spent all that time on that program, and yada yada yada. Yeah, but he said he spent weeks on it, right? Yeah, building this program. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What and a I, loser. That's pretty yeah. rough. <laughs> Desperation, but at the same time too. What does he do? He sits down at the bar, starts talking to that white girl. Yeah. So you got to give him credit. He got right back yeah. on the horse. Yeah. Yeah. How many chicks on the actual Enterprise have shot down Jordy? If you had to pick a number, you figure how many people are on the ship? We'll say 1,500 people. No, there's 1,012 people, 1012, including families. 1,012 people, including families. How many crew members, I probably guess? Probably six or 700. Out of the six or 700, you figure half of them are probably female. Probably, yeah. So out of 300 people, how many people have shot Jordy down? 290. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm thinking a little bit well, lower. That, he just hasn't met them all yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some aren't. I mean, if half of them are female, then you've got to also reduce it because of the fact that they're families. That's true. There's going to be couples and stuff like that already. So you you maybe have a dating pool of, what, 150 to 200 you know females that are date dateable. So you're saying they all shot him down? Yeah. Well, I thought he had something good going in season two with what's her face. 
Sonia Well, Sonia, Gomez. she seemed like she was kind of into the, the whole nerd thing and was kind of geeky and an yeah, engineering. Yeah, but, but she wasn't. I mean, he I think he, he kind of saw her like desperate. a kid sister more yeah. than anything. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes you gotta. I mean, you know, you gotta go with the kid sister. No, but sometimes I'm saying like <laughs> she's there. You gotta go with what's ready and no, kind of available. No, but I think though, like like just said, he she spilled coffee on his like penis. The, <laughs> the kid sister <laughs> thing. She might have been interested in him, but I think it, it there was definitely that kid sister vibe. So it was more like he was a yeah. mentor. She was under his wing. Yeah, he didn't want to take advantage he of that. And again, that's because Jordy's like the ultimate nice guy. He wouldn't take, a, but take that advantage seem like of the situation. But does the most obvious place to it, go? It would be, but Jordy wouldn't Is do that. Is this the Riker in me that's coming out? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like she's clearly – she's hungry. Yeah. You have food. <laughs> you know, let's let's work this out. Um, Just find a table. It's simple it, math. Exactly. You figure engineers it's, would be great at it. It's supply and demand. You know, and then Jordy's striking out. Maybe Jordy is stretching too far out of his, out of his his comfort zone. His yeah, he doesn't like the kind of girls that would like him. Yeah, maybe. he wants a ten, but maybe Jordy's only going to get sixes. Yeah, and he's having a hard time with that. Yeah, because Christina wasn't a bad looking chick. No, yeah, you know she was a nice mulatto girl. Yeah, you know, so it's clear that Jordy's into like white chicks. You know what yeah. I mean? He doesn't want a strong black woman. I don't understand. Even in the 24th century. He does have memories of his mother. <laughs> Even in the 24th century, these brothers be Still, man. Still in the 24th black century. Women. That's right. Yeah. Every time a black man in the 24th century gets anywhere, what happens? That was the only thing that was missing was uh, when he was in 10-4 talking to Queen the white Lee, chick. Yeah. was like some black chick in the corner going, man, I can't believe that shit. Huh? There goes another one. That's all you need is Guinan showed up. I ain't yeah. some shit. Well, Guinan does show up. Yeah. Well, Guinan does show up and, you know, Guinan's like, ooh, I can smell the stench of failure on you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ain't had pussy since pussy had you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that is a direct quote. <laughs> it's in, it's, it's, it's on the cutting room floor. It's on the Blu-ray DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the bonus features. <laughs> yeah. And then the Guinan. lost Guinan yeah. counseling sessions. <laughs> and then Guinan tries to help, which is nice because Guinan's cool. Yeah. She just tells him he's trying too hard, and he is trying too hard. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so Data, while he's talking to Wes, he gets called up to the bridge. And they've received some kind of interplanetary signal. I like how we spent like 20 minutes just talking about the Geordi dating we situation. We did. Because we that scene lasted literally, I think, a minute and a half. This was the opening, the cold open, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. We haven't yeah. even got to the opening credits no, of this episode. No. It has nothing to do with the rest but of the episode. No, it does, though. Like, no, but I mean, as far as like the the antagonism yeah, 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 and the plot, yeah, yeah. it has nothing For to do me, with it. For me, though, like, because <laughs> I, I, I only watched about half of the episode because I've been busy at Planet Breadstick. There's been a real crisis there. <laughs> yeah. They keep running out. I real shortage. Bring them to them. People but, really it's just bottomless soup. Just as bottomless as it used to be. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but, like, to me, like, what happens with the thousand-year-old ship and all that other stuff is almost subplot for me. Yeah, because, it is. Yeah, because it's build Jordy's character. Because Jordy is, I mean, he is one of the seven. Like, he's yeah. one of the mainstays on this show. And, like, yeah. this is one of the first times I can remember there being, like, a Jordy episode. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to me, this is the more important aspect of the show because, again, you're dealing with aliens of the day. Picard gets a little boner right. because there's some thousand-year-old ship. Oh, we get to go in the bottle. It's like that's unimportant to me. I want to know yeah. about Geordi because I like Geordi. Yeah. The it's, bottle, sir? Yeah. It's because you're, you're rooting for Geordi yeah. because you know Geordi's a good cat. He's a cool dude. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's like we said before. You can have a, a not-so-great episode, but it's saved if there's some real meaningful character development mm-hmm. that they go back to later on. And this is a prime example yeah. of that. Like, this is, this is one of the most memorable episodes to me because it's Jordy falls in yeah. love on the holodeck. Yeah, yeah because right. when I first started the episode, I didn't look at it and say, oh, this is the one where they find the thousand-year-old ship. Exactly. Say, oh, this is the one where Jordy, you know, hooks up with the hologram yeah. girl. Later yeah, on. you know, yeah. The, he has like a real bonding situation with the holodeck girl. Yeah, and I actually thought that Christy was, I thought this was a simulation that he was doing it because she looks kind of, they look similar. Mm-hmm. Well, he likes the two girls. You know, light skin chicks. Yeah, he likes the half and half. Yeah, the mulattoes, yeah. if you will. But yeah, yes. mixed, mixed people are great. Yeah, that's right, Dennis Black and Asian. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's why, I mean, I know, I, 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 to me, it's more important. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. You yeah, know, like, I agree. Again, some empty yeah. vessel. The booby trap is some booby trap. I hey, mean, Jordy got caught in the booby trap. Oh uh, yeah, totally. But I mean, good for Jordy though. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So yeah, so they receive the signal and they find this old Promelian battle cruiser. I kept thinking they said Vermilion, and it messed me up because it wasn't even green. Hey, Dick Vermilion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Picard and Riker are having an argument because Picard wants to go on the away mission. He's like, "There's no way, number one. I'm going." Well, it's cool. Again, this is. This is solid character, I guess, consistency, because he, Picard wants to see the ship, because he's fascinated by yeah. history and archaeology. And, and yet like he that. didn't go down to the planet where, what's her name? Well, there were landmines there, Dennis. Yeah. He didn't know Come that. on. Picard knew that. <laughs> he knew that there were landmines down there. He put him there. there. He's a student of history and archaeology. He yeah, doesn't This I'm planet was riddled with mines. I'm sure there's mines all over this planet, and I'd be damned if I'm just going to blow myself up and not the rest of you fuckers. <laughs> so, Are yeah. there any single parents aboard? <laughs> Let's send them down. Send them off. <laughs> Nobody will miss them. <laughs> oh, that's right. They have kids. Shit. But yeah, so he's super geeked Oopsie. about this. Oopsie. So, which makes yeah. sense again. Because he used to build uh, ship models in we bottles. We to go into the bottle, number one. Airships and in he's the like, bottle. what, we're going to drink? Number one's, like, <laughs> yeah. one's like, shit, I've been in a bottle for two years, baby. <laughs> Ain't nobody noticed nothing. <laughs> I found all the best things inside of a bottle. That's right, Jack. Ooh, I'm fucked up now. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't anybody make ships in a bottle when yeah. they were boys? No, no, Worf, I never played with toys. I was too I busy. Was never a boy. I was too busy mourning the death of my parents <laughs> yeah. and swearing... <laughs> Blood oaths. Revenge on the murderers. Yeah. And uh, Data was never a boy. And O'Brien is a kiss ass. I love how he teaches time. He says, I, I did, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Eval time already? He's a chief, yeah. man. He wants to, you know. Yeah, he's, he's like, like hey, chief. chief. Let's yeah. turn that chief into lieutenant commander. <laughs> and Riker just immediately looks at him like, yeah. you kiss ass. Are you, fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me, O'Brien? <laughs> Come on, O'Brien, you dumbass. You ain't never seen no bottle with a ship in it. But I, but I like O'Brien, though. I think O'Brien's cool. The yeah. more O'Brien, the better. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, seriously. I did. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so they uh, beam over the away team, and as soon as they do, there's a power fluctuation in the transport. Oh, no. Yeah. So, I guess this is what's going to be wrong. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, over on the Promelian ship, all the crew's dead over there. And dusty, they're dead and dusty. Worf is really Worf is like hell yeah, that's how I want to go. <laughs> honorable race, dead at work. <laughs> Look at all these dead things. This yeah. is awesome. And they all have ridges. I'm yeah. so nice. Ridges. I'm ridges. so jealous. <laughs> yeah. Look at that guy died right at his post. 
<laughs> Worf really, I mean, he's totally Klingon because he gets impressed by them. Yeah. Either the weirdest things. It's like awesome. They but all I mean, died at Does that at work for everyone in the Klingon Empire? Because I mean, is everyone in the Klingon Empire like a a warrior? Because I mean, they have to have members of the bureaucracy. Like there has to be guys. There has to be scientists. Exactly. There know? has. Yeah, they have warp drive. They have weapons. Yeah. Yeah. So there has to be. So like, is the ultimate goal for like. A Klingon accountant is to die in his cubicle. Like, is that what it is? Like, <laughs> yeah. dying in battle over lowering your tax rate. Yeah. yeah. Ah, I imagine there may be like, um, shit. Now I can't think of it. Oh, Starship Troopers. That movie where Neil Patrick Harris plays the scientist right. kind of guy. That he's the colonel. But he still who, wants to die in battle. Well, though. and he still goes on the battlefield sometimes and kind of analyzes, like when they capture the big brain slug or whatever. Right. Then that he goes out sucked. there to go make fun of it. I heard they're remaking it. Yeah. Oh, really? That should be interesting. I guess. Yeah. But, you know. I like the first They, they still get involved in, in the war. Yeah. So that's cool. Okay. So then I guess they're, they're scientists slash warriors. Yeah. They're... War science. They're insurance agents slash, you know, What was it? The thing with the army is no matter what your job is, your first job is infantry. Yeah. yeah. You're a rifleman mm-hmm. first and then... Whatever your specialty is. Right. You're yeah, a graphic exactly. designer slash... <laughs> warrior ethos. Yeah. Right. You, okay. you dance on the stripper pole slash warrior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While Pat Bring Benatar is playing. <laughs> I am the warrior. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so Worf is super amped. Yeah. Well, look, at all these, look at all these yeah. dead guys. And Picard's getting a boner, too, because he's, he expected this ship that's like a thousand years old to be really cluttered and everything like that's that. That's in perfect condition. But the layout is just, he's really impressed by it. Look at this over here. <laughs> I felt it move. It hasn't moved in years. <laughs> Data. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it did again a little flutter. Hmm. <laughs> Feels so nice on these three thousand dollar uniforms. <laughs> Such nice fabric. What's this material? Is this um, velvet? Feels so nice on my moving penis. <laughs> so old. This must be handmade. Mm, yes. Very nice. So are, you like, saying, are you saying he's nude under his uniform? Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't yeah. everybody? I would be. Three thousand dollars? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm new to shit, Jack. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't see. He doesn't seem like an under. They might be wearing like a like a undershirt. But I don't think they have underpants on. Because those pants are kind of... It's a onesie underwear. Yeah. Everything's onesie <laughs> in the future. That's what I was picturing. Like, he's got the old-fashioned, like... You know, With the butt flap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he is a fan of archaeology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's his security blanket. And whatever it's are... Underwear. Whatever kind of underpants he has, they're short. Because he likes short shorts. Yeah. As we see when he's on vacation later. Yeah. Yes, yeah, very short. And he likes short robes. Yeah, <laughs> like, everything is French. He wants to. He wants, he's tempting you with his balls. Like he wants you to get a peek of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. There they are. No, they're not. You, you really, you can't help looking <laughs> to see. Are those? <laughs> are those Captain Picard's balls? Oh, there is balls. <laughs> I got you. I got another one. I got you again. It's like in the movie Waiting or whatever. Yes. How yeah. many? The, how many times are you gonna fall for that one? The penis showing game. Yep. <laughs> I'm not just bald up top. Yeah. <laughs> even look similar, don't they, number one? <laughs> the lack of carpet matches the lack of drapes. <laughs> <laughs> we have hardwood floors here, number one. <laughs> it's very shiny hardwood. as well. By hardwood, I do mean hardwood. Mm. Yes. So, yeah. So, uh, Wes, of course, detects the power fluctuations in the con. It's like he's the only one there. Well, there were power fluctuations when the crew were beaming down, too. Yeah, the transporter. Yeah. 
And so it's like, haven't we learned from previous missions that as soon as there's a fluctuation, just as a mission starts, you're fucked. Somebody yeah. should Get start checking on. And see, that's the thing too, because Riker was there when the transporters fluctuated, right. and he's there when West tells him about the con fluctuating. Right. Can't you put two and two together? This no. might be a systemic issue that's going on here. To be fair, he's shit faced. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Picard kept talking about the bottle and yeah. stuff. He drank that whole turbo lift right up. <laughs> yeah. So uh, back on the alien ship, uh, Data turns on the power, and then you hear the kind of the klaxon going. So Worf goes and turns turns off the distress signal, and Data finds the data data storage device. Not a storage device for him, but it stores data, mm-hmm. like information. Oh, wait a minute, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he finds like their uh, their external hard drive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Their little jump drives. Yeah. And uh, he plays it back. Oh, number one, I saw a video. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's on YouTube. This guy with a green out. face was talking into the camera. It was so cool. Yeah. It's the uh, alien captain, and he explains how his crew was great. And it's his fault they all died. This is so awesome, number one. You totally missed yeah. it. I can't wait till I'm responsible for killing you all. Oh, it's going to be all. I hope <laughs> we get to die in a blow-up, though. That would be cool. Well, like, I mean, yeah. even the crew expects it, because Riker's like, I hope you're as kind when our time comes. Yeah. So he's ex- it's not like if our time, when our time comes. Yeah. So it's expected. Yeah. yeah. And the weird thing is... Once they see that, Picard's like, all right, that made my day. Let's go back home now. It's like, there's a whole entire ship to look through. No, you no, only went in the bridge. Well, That's I mean, you know, whatever. He wanted That's to see it. what he wanted to yeah. see. Like, he wants to see, like, the boiler room. Or... He wanted to go check out the auto-destruct like, on the Enterprise. <laughs> oh, look how cool oh, this one is. So nostalgic. Oh, that's so... Oh, they have keys they had to turn, number one. Oh, it's so neat. Simultaneously. Oh, wow. Totally awesome. And they were next to each other as opposed to looking at each other. It was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they beamed back over. And uh, Picard's totally bragging to Riker about it. Oh, it was awesome. I'm glad. I'm so glad I didn't let you talk me out of this. And uh, he marks the area, you know, tells him, mark it for retrieval so we can take this to a museum later. Whatever. And everybody can it admire it. It belongs in a museum. They can admire one. the ship I found. Yes, Because now he knows. He's going to be immortalized as the one who found this ship. Can we call it the Picard ship? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So suddenly, Data detects there's significant power loss. And Worf sees there's all this massive radiation bombarding them now. So things are not going well at this point. (laughs) So they try to get out of there, but the engines don't respond. And they try to go to warp, and nothing happens. And they're just getting bombarded by this radiation. We should be going like a bat out of hell. Yeah, exactly. Jordy must be a a connoisseur of dead phrases, because I'm sure... Or a meatloaf fan. Yeah. I don't know which one it is. But I'm sure they don't say bad out of hell. I want to know right now! <laughs> I'm going to love you till the end of time. <laughs> Maybe he should have sang that to the girl. <laughs> yeah, totally, dude. <laughs> but I won't do that. <laughs> He's a meatloaf fan. <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> yeah. So, the ship's stuck. Uh-oh. That's never good. No. So what do we do? Staff meeting. Staff meeting. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and they got the whole gang in there, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's the a whole cast. Picard, Riker, Data, Worf, Jordy, and Dr. Crusher. All the heavy hitters are there. Where's Wes? 
Wes could figure this out like nah, that. He probably could. He's like, oh, I got it. Yeah. I unplugged this shit. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But One of my science projects got out. <laughs> <laughs> but Jordy basically says, with the being bombarded by the radiation and the the punishment the shields are taking, they only have about three hours of power left before the shields fail, and then they're gonna all die a horrible death in about <laughs> thirty minutes. I think Crusher says right. it's gonna take. I like how you can precisely calculate what lethal dosages of radiation there are. Yeah. 30 minutes, and then we're all starting to die. And yeah. it's conveniently 30 minutes because that's the rest well, of Well, that's when she's going to start killing everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Either way, I mean... Whenever the first symptoms show... That Man, I can't take care of all these people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, and I thought about, you know, Star Trek and radiation when the Fukushima thing happened after the, the earthquake in Japan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was the nuclear plant. There was possible exposure. And it's like, right. okay, if you're exposed to it for, ex- you know, 30, 29 minutes, you'll be fine. Right. 30 minutes, you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> it's when your kidneys are fried. Yep. You're dead. Dead, yeah. dead, dead. There'll be no after effects if you're, if you're out of there in 29 minutes, 30 seconds. No, you'll be fine. Fine, fine, fine. fine. Yeah. Not a problem. But Dennis brought so up what's, a good... Yeah, so what's their brilliant plan? What are they going to do? Let's beam over another away team. Riker and Data, go check this out. Well, yeah. Now, consider that, that right now they're being bombarded by radiation. Yes. And the only thing saving them is the shields. Yes. Why go to an alien ship that has no shields well, in just, a place that's being bombarded Riker. by radiation? Thicker hull, perhaps? Maybe he's only he's not going to be over there for the full 30 minutes, so he's not going to get a full radiation exposure. Maybe when he I don't ju- know, but... Maybe just when he goes over there, any cancer he has, it'll just kill him, and then he gets to go back. <laughs> I mean, data's fine. Because he's data. Yeah, data will be fine. Riker's fine because he's he's pickled. So <laughs> it, that's why they picked those two for the mission. You Maybe. pick the people yeah. who are safest for the mission. But radiation is like the the big evil in Star Trek. Yeah. It's like that's and it has a thing. cumulative effect on you, you know. It's not like, you know. No, no. It, you, you use nuke away. You get set back to zero after you yeah. go back to a normal environment. Oh, okay. You use nu- the, the ship <laughs> has nuke away. Yeah. The biofilters. Yeah. Let's just be. Let's just say that uh, Riker and Troy will have no children in the future. And if they do, they'll be green. <laughs> yeah, and they have, but they have copies of your 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 likeness and your DNA and shit in the filters. So if anything does happen to you, they'll just remake you. I guess so. Yeah. Oh no, that Riker died of <laughs> terrible radiation poisoning <laughs> yeah. in season four. This is new Riker. <laughs> there are Riker. there's a lot of things they do that they'd never do again. That would be really good ideas, like the whole Picard from the pattern buffer. And wiping people's memories. Well, I guess Crusher can't do it. I'm still convinced it's not Picard. I'm like that one weird Beatle fan that really thinks <laughs> Paul is dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's proof, man. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's in the lyrics, man. Well, no, there's the theory, though, that once you go through the transporter, that's no longer the real you ever again. Really? You die the first time you go through a transporter. <laughs> because you're you're disintegrated. The computer disintegrates you. And you're reassembled somewhere else, but that's not really you, because where does that matter come from? It's, it's turning it's energy the same into energy, matter, yeah. well, but that's not you. It's a conservation of energy. But it's not you. Yeah, it is. I mean, and... Everything's heard, been conserved. I've, it's been conserved! I've seen theories, and I mean... that They're lies. Yeah, what, that's what you've once seen. Once you go through... Oh, you're just a pro-transporter fanatic. <laughs> I am. I fix you, them. You drink that's the job, God damn You it. drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. So are you the kind of guy that's you're going to take a... a I, I take the McCoy stance of, you know, I'll do it if I have to, but, it, you know, it's not my favorite thing. You take thing. the Class 9 probe everywhere, yeah. or whatever, the Class A, Class 8 probe. Okay. 
Not class nine for me. Only top of the line. I've got <laughs> the size queens. Hey. <laughs> it's not the studio apartment. It's actually got another uh, another room yeah. to it. A uh, family room. The kitchenette. It's got a den. <laughs> it's got the little office in <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so Jordy falls in love with the computer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he's in the engineering and they can't form a warp field, which is the problem. So he he's looking through the schematics, I guess, of the engineering, and he sees there's this person, L. Brahms. L. Brahms. Computer, who's this L. Brahms? Dr. Leah Brahms. Oh, Leah Brahms. I mean, she's a lady. She might yeah. like me. Yeah. <laughs> she could like me. Well, yeah. he wasn't even thinking like that, though. He was. I don't know. He was because as soon the as the specs. computer said junior, the computer is like, junior member, and he's like, junior Young. member. Mm, yeah. I got a shot. No, it's more of him being surprised that Junior member looks like she wrote the book. I no, mean, he was, no, he was no, picking up no, that. that no, she no was I'm sure the that was part of it. The team. I'm sure that no, was part of it. He was into it because chicks with big brains turn him on. She's young and available, hopefully, and mm, yeah, she's not gonna have time to date because she's writing all these these propulsion manuals. Mm, That's right. This she, is where I come hey, in. Just she'll like, be. She'll really appreciate those moonlit walks with the uh, just, violin serenade. Just like Guinan said, I gotta be me. I gotta be me. Mm. Yeah. So he listens to her audio recording. And he gets aroused by it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He starts fantasizing about her, like, right away. Yeah, but it never works out that way. Being a a young man that worked in commercial radio for 10 years, (laughs) it never works out that way. You sound attractive on the phone. You're not attractive in real life. That's just what it is. (laughs) It's like a a needle in a haystack. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So just keep that in mind. But Jordy, you found... Love lines, man. Love links or whatever, all that (laughs) stuff. They're all lies. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So Jordy's, Jordy is intrigued by this. Oh. Uh-huh. So back on the bridge, Crusher's briefing Picard on her plan to deal with the radiation, basically separating, you know, consolidating people into areas so they're easier to kill. Right. <laughs> See, we'll put some in here, and then we'll release toxic gas. I never on got the, the whole every other deck thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I guess well, it's we'll just so they that. combine the two decks together, so instead of having to split her medical teams... Among all the decks, at least so it's it's half like the work. So 42 decks, they only have to have people on 21 decks kind yeah. of a thing. Maybe, I don't know how many medical personnel work on this 11. Show. 11. That's what it looks like. It doesn't look like a lot. Because, no, I mean, medical is not that big. No. Considering, you know what I mean? Like For a thousand people? Yeah, for it a thousand. It seems like they surge. You know, like, on no, normal saying, times, uh, there's only, like, one or two people in there, and then when there's something that happens, they call in. But, I mean, yeah. you just go to a, go to a, compare sick bay to a hospital. Yeah, and like See, I'm, it's, I'm it's just like to a think clinic back on the ship though. Like I was, I was on the flagship for a while, and I'm trying to think back to medical. When you go down to the infirmary, which is you know like their version of sick bay, there was the doctor's office, there was the uh, the medical technician's office, hallway which doubled as a waiting room, and then there was one, two, three trauma centers, and then like one small ward. Mm-hmm. So and that was for a ship of like 700. People or so. Yeah. So it, 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 sick bay's probably about adequate as far as like how you would proportion it out. Because how many people do yeah. you expect to get sick at any one time? Yeah, but I mean, they also have a families and shit like that. Too, yeah, so, so but you only have 1,012 people. How many people get sick at one time? I mean, it, it's, it's but I mean, not like seen, Earth. But, but we've seen cases of where like sick bay is packed but that's with not rafters like a standard of people thing. there. It seems like it. You think they would just build a bigger yeah. sick bed? That's why know. so many people die. Well, they have to. Like, <laughs> they don't have any more beds. There's well, people out in the hallway die. <laughs> well, no, they have contingencies <laughs> for you know alternate <laughs> medical storage or whatever. Like they turn one of the observation lounges yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And then at the same time, you you don't have the crowding where you know 
people are taking their kid to the emergency room with you know the sniffles because they don't have insurance. Everybody, it's socialized medicine. All right, in the 21st all right. Century. <laughs> like you're mad at the illegals for <laughs> you got these damn Mexicans. <laughs> all right, no, it's, all right, Glenn Beck, calm down. Canadians <laughs> packing in there. So. But yeah, I understand. Did you say Canadians? Yeah. Mm. Meaning black people what do you mean or by Canadians? That? <laughs> I mean Canadians. <laughs> okay, because I worked in the bar yeah. industry for a long time. Yeah. Canadians. I think we had this discussion on Dork people Trip before. from Canada. Yeah, ca- <laughs> Canadians, there's code word for black people. <laughs> See, I didn't know that for several years. Yeah. And I just always joke about Canadians. Yeah. And I'm Would like, I, shit, how many people think I'm racist now? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time hearing this, because whenever I say Canadians, I, it's because they're the menace to the north, and they look just like dun, Americans. Dun, dun, dun. Can blend is in. your neighbor Canadian? Yeah. <laughs> not, in, not in South Park, though. They look different in South Park. Oh, yeah, but the real world isn't South Park. I wish it was. I wish it was, too. <laughs> you could tell because they would have the little floppy heads and the beady eyes. Yeah. Well, they, well, and they'd say, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, buddy? Guy. Hey, guy. I'm, I'm not your guy, buddy. <laughs> But yeah. So anyway. But then they'd be ruled by Saddam Hussein. So that's not. <laughs> Aren't they? <laughs> but yeah. So uh, Jordy falls in love on the holiday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Riker and Data are, are. They find more of these data devices, so they're gonna look through them. Mm-hmm. The cabin's private logs. Mmm. Wonder what you gonna find on that, Jack. It's private <laughs> stash. Yeah. <laughs> So Jordy's still working. Dude, there's and a nobody kitty part on this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, awkward. Good, good yeah. God. No wonder why yeah. they were trying to wipe those people out. They no wonder they just stayed there and just died. <laughs> kitty porn fanatics data. This is ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> Let's watch. <laughs> I mean, nothing. I hate children. <laughs> Unless they're doing that. That's, that's amazing. Oh, <laughs> uh, pedophilia jokes. Oh, uh, well, you know. Yeah. We might as well alienate everybody. Let's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> check another one off the list. <laughs> there we go. That's the trifecta. Yeah. That's Had- the, the triple crown. <laughs> Inappropriate jokes. <laughs> Has Dork Trek not offended you? <laughs> well, check this out. Write to, yeah. us, write to us and let us know what we have not offended you about. If there is something we'll, out there we haven't done yet, please. Space Catholic Spass! <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so Jordy falls in love on the holiday. Yeah, he needs he needs to realign the dilithium crystal, but to do that he needs to see it better. So he needs a simulation. He needs eyes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but you uh, got to give Jordy credit. What he came up with was pretty smart. Yeah, you know, to make like a, a holodeck simulation, I guess. Oh yeah, because this the modifiable or realignable dilithium crystal is going to be in the next version, the next class of vessels they put out. So he wants to see the cross-section of the prototype. I thought it was really good to finally see the holodeck used for something other than like yeah, vacation something, something or work related. Or wild sex fantasy. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that was one of the things in, in the technical manual. It, it talked about it can be used for recreation, but it could also be used for s- battle simulations, training, and, you know. I would imagine that would have been the first purpose of building it is no, for, no, wild sex for training and everything. <laughs> well, no, I mean, no, one of the reasons they, the first purposes was for recreation. Because Where am I going to ride my horse, Dennis? <laughs> well, you're on a long space mission, you're, you're not always going to be able to, to get to a planet for shore leave, go to the holodeck, and so you're not at work all the time. But you're still at yeah. work, though. Well, yeah. it's like the internet is not meant for porn, but right. no, that's why everybody that. uses it now. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? There's is another use porn? for the internet. <laughs> but no, yeah, but it, 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 is, it is nice to see, because Jordy, not Jordy and Worf are the only one that uses it properly. Yeah. 
Everyone else just uses it for wild recreational sex fantasies. Yeah, yeah or a mystery novel. <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> <Yeah>. Romantic novel. <laughs> Which is just leading up to the sex fantasy, yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so Jordy's there, and he's talking to the recordings of Leah, but that's not good enough for him. No. He needs to see the flesh and blood well, no, he simulated. Doesn't, he, he doesn't really ask for it. Yeah, I guess he doesn't. But he just the, intentionally... Hey, the computer knows what he's getting yeah, at. Yeah, show me what on. you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Oh, I'll show you. No, no, it's shorter skirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you make her boobs a little bigger? bigger. But bigger. Hey, Jordy, Jordy's got x-ray vision. It's true. He can see right through that. It's true. <laughs> Him and Superman. Yeah. Oh, that's lead. Damn it. <laughs> doesn't affect Jordy. Yep. So, uh... He asks her to show him how to realign the matter, antimatter, so-and-sos, and thingies. And it's, it's funny, too, because Jordy is having no luck with pretend girl when he talks to her in casual conversation. Yeah. But when it gets down to the technical jargon, she's all about it at first, Then she'll talk back to him, because he's like, so, what do we got here? Yeah. She's, uh, it hasn't been pre-recorded. No. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. Yep. Shot down again. <laughs> by a computer. Yeah, it's like going to U-Porn and U-Porn when you get on and going. Yeah, I'm sorry, this you can't do this. I'm sorry, we're just not interested in you. Yeah. <laughs> Jordy's been rejected by holographic pornography. Yeah. Jenna Hayes told us that she really doesn't want you looking yeah, at her anymore. Yeah, you're really starting to creep her out, man. Seriously. <laughs> Yep, so he's he starts working with pretend Leah. And uh they find a way to extend the shield life. Mm. So it's pretty cool. Oh, very good. So now that they've done that, they start working on the engine. Because Picard kinda expected that he would have been done with everything by then. He's like, Wow, so can we leave? It's like, Well, I haven't fixed the engine yet. What are you doing down there? <laughs> yeah. Are you space whacking it? <laughs> In the holodeck. But I think the interesting thing is, all this time, Picard assumes that he's in engineering. Yeah. Working with his Like, team. he doesn't know he's in the holodeck, just playing around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations to your team for yeah. coming up with that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Team, team. Hey, we're all smiles down here, Captain. But Picard can't care that much, because it's not like he goes down there to no. check on the progress. No. You it's know? too tempting. The auto-destruct is right there. That <laughs> <laughs> would solve everything. It's like an absentee father just calling his son on Christmas as opposed <laughs> to driving to his house. Yeah. You know? It's it's like 36 decks down. <laughs> yeah. Good five minutes in the turbo loop. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Picard, Riker, and Data all start reading or watching the alien captain's old logs to see what happened, you know. If he gives any clues as to what might be causing them to be in this booby trap. So, uh, Jordy's working, uh, but he gets bored with this robot, Leah. He needs a little more personality to it. So he starts, instead of working on the problem at hand where they're going to die in a couple hours here, <laughs> he starts fixing his He's like, pretend. hey, computer, uh, look up some of the debates she's done and all these things and see if you can build a fake personality for her. And the computer's like, well, I can do it up to like, you know, with a 7 or 9%. Uh, margin of error. He's like, that's close enough. That's fine for me. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe me. I'll fall on that seven to nine percent margin of error, and <laughs> yeah. she'll like me. Yeah, yeah. So it, he creates this personality for her, and she acts like they're old friends. Like, hey, Jordy, you know, let's let's start working on this problem. We got a lot of work to do. Blah, See, blah, the blah. weird part is, and and this because later on you meet the real Leah Braun. Right. Yeah. I thought that she was dead. 
Like I thought that this was the person that designed the warp core in the past. Right. And I thought he had well, a no, no, it's for the yeah. Galaxy class. See, when ships. I first saw the episode, yeah. I thought it was even funnier because he falls in love with a dead holodeck yeah. simulation. And I was like, that's just yeah. Because the Galaxy more class sad. isn't that old. Yeah. So I just assumed, you know, when I watched it the first time, so but then I called her, I was like, Oh, okay, she's still alive. Yeah. Why not just call her? Yeah. <laughs> because it, for this episode it would take two weeks for a message. <laughs> They're in a uh, billing dispute with Space T Mobile right now. So <laughs> uh, I'm just saying just call her. They're, they're they're down to like ten minutes on this billing cycle and yeah. they have to wait two more days before it resets. Now you know when somebody says like, Oh, my ears are tingling, somebody's talking about me, do you think they have the same sensation for the holiday? Like, oh, oh, somebody just recreated me in the holodeck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my foot started twitching. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. Could you get sued for that? For using their likeness? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think there's an ethical thing. I think that's how they brought it up with the Barkley stuff, is that, you know, the ethics of recreating crew members. Yeah, but that, we haven't got members. that far yet, though, yeah, so... No. But, I mean, even when, you know, when we do get there and Leah finds out she's pissed at first, but apparently in that alternate reality and all good things, Jordy and Leah end up getting married. Hooked up, yeah. yeah. Come on, that shit don't So she got over it. That's alternate Jack. Yeah, well, it's a possibility, though. He could have. She could have just be living on a holodeck with Barkley. <laughs> you take one hat. They're neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> he goes Riker and Minuet. No, I'm the husband today, together. Barkley. Like <laughs> 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 how we called him Barkley. <laughs> not Reg. Yeah, not Reg. Because Jordy was the only one that ever called him Reg. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, but yeah. he called him <laughs> Barkley. <laughs> Uh, Barkley's Premier League. <laughs> Charles Barkley. But yeah, so anyway. Yeah, so anyways, they're on the bridge. They're watching the captain's logs. And uh, they deduce that the booby trap is being fueled by these asteroids. Inside of them, it has these aceton assimilators, of course. I don't know why I didn't think that in the first place. <laughs> but that's what's causing them to lose power. Make and it's shooting the radiation. Up. Yeah, exactly. Can't you just blow that shit up? That sounds like a viable plan. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, I mean. Yeah. I'm no G. And where's, where's Worf when you need him? Yeah. yeah. Hey, let's blow that shit up. Yeah. And it <laughs> seems what like that's what they're going to do. But uh, Jordy and Leah, they're arguing now. So things already. Yeah. I mean, honeymoon's <laughs> over. He's created this personality for her that he's hopefully can get along with. But, yeah. They're fighting because she wants to try all these weird, crazy stuff. And he's like, that's not safe. This is a real vessel, not some simulation in your lab. Which is interesting because you have the same argument later on when Worf gets paralyzed. Yeah. Yeah. So. Exactly. Lives are at stake. You just can't do crazy shit with the warp core. You just can't go making stuff up. Yeah. Dumbass. Yep. So they eventually she. So all these girls here that might want to date me one day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotta exactly. keep them alive until they reject <laughs> me. <laughs> then we can blow up the ship. Yeah. <laughs> So they, she sees what he's saying, and they start making up. But then uh, Riker interrupts. He calls Jordy up to the bridge. So Jordy goes up there. What a cock blocker! And they decide. Since I guess Picard, I guess uh, Jordy, uh, not Jordy, but uh, Riker felt something in his groin. Like someone's yeah. gonna get laid on the hot deck. I gotta break that shit up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they might be talking to Minuet. I gotta make sure that shit ain't happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if Riker is still looking for Minuet. Oh, yeah. Every night. He is. Every, Every night, night. Gets hammered up and goes in there. Yeah. It's like drunk dialing. 
Yeah. You know? He should have taken some pictures with her. I wonder if there's like a support group for guys on the Enterprise that fall in love on the holodeck. <laughs> because, I mean, it happens to Barkley later on. Right. Yeah. It's already happened to number one. Yeah. It's happening right it's now. It's happening right now to Jordy. Do you think At least with number one, it wasn't a real person. Like, it's a completely fictional person. But that yeah. makes it more weird that it's just, like, it's like falling in love with your hand. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, oh, But man. I think it's weird for, like, Barkley and Jordy because they yeah. have to be face-to-face with the real person eventually. I think that's weirder. That's super weird. I mean, because, like, a, a totally fictional person is almost like falling in love with a character that you see on TV or yeah. something like that. It's, it's never yeah. possibly, you're never going to cross this person in real life. Right. You but may meet the actor or actress or whatever, but you're never going to meet that character. Don't you think that's yeah. even more weird, like to fall in love with something that's not real? No. I mean, because it was no. really weird for me to meet uh, Nichelle Nichols. Yeah. I mean, because especially you know, staying there with my wife and daughter, thinking about however many times that I may have done things as yeah. a teenager. <laughs> but let's say you fell in love with like Carol Danvers or something like that. You know, Ms. Marvel. You're never going to meet Ms. Marvel. Right. For real. But I could meet Wonder Woman. Linda Carter. Yeah, but you're meeting Linda Carter. You're not meeting Wonder Woman. Well, yeah, but it still looks like... I'm just saying. My, my holodeck fantasy wouldn't be the real Troy, but and I it, would then I, go see Troy the next day. Look at it like this. It would be like me saying, and just casually, man, I love Scarlett Johansson. She's such a beautiful woman. <laughs> you would never say that. I'm just No, but I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just, just picture it. I love Scarlett Johansson. She's a beautiful woman. Oh, my God. She's so beautiful. What a talented actress. She's so cool. Right. Then, if we had the same conversation, I said, oh... I love Sue Richards. She's so fantastic and amazing. What a great... She's not... I'm, not, I'm talking about a person that's not real. Yeah. Right. Like, that's weird to me. You know, that's like, I don't get the guys that are so into, like, comic books that they have artists draw, like, these weird sex scenarios yeah. and shit like that. Like, that shit is well, creepy. Rogue was pretty hot. Well, I, I mean, the creepy X-Men factor cartoon. is there, but I just think it's more awkward when you actually have to see the person the next day. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's even different, like, if you fell in love with a celebrity, you know, imagining that you would be in love with that person versus, right. like, someone you know, like someone that you work with, the, the secretary at your office or something, you yeah. know, kind of creating a doll of her that you have in your house and, like, oh, But isn't that, like, just a schoolboy so crush? You know what I mean? Isn't that the basis of, oh, I think Carolyn Accounting is attractive. Yeah. I, I imagine myself being with her. I'm going to ask Carell. But in, like that's tangible, but like if you fall in love with just something that you've made up in your own head, but I think well, the, the computer made it up for you though. The difference <laughs> is like when they go into the holodeck and they create these simulated versions of real people that they interact with. Right. That would be like you know, like I said, if you really thought the secretary down the hall was really cute, so you, you go took home a and bunch you, of pictures of her and then you send off to Japan you, and have you the paste sex them doll on the blow up doll or whatever, and yeah. you know. Yeah, it's know. basically. You're on trolley and you've gone to the land of make-believe. <laughs> you can fall exactly. in love with Morgan in the land of make-believe, but you don't have to worry about her being in the real world. I don't know. <laughs> Agree to disagree, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I wonder, though, if there's the support group. Uh, tell us about Minuet again. I think there's like an, a, uh, an like a HA holodeck. Oh, yeah, totally. There's got to <laughs> be. There's got to be. Hi, my name's Will. <laughs> my name Will. is Bill. <laughs> I mean, there has to be. Yeah, probably. 
Because it seems to be a reoccurring problem. <laughs> well, my thing is, you know, you got to think the first meeting, they're expecting the three guys, you know, Riker, Barkley, and Jordy, and then, you know, Wes walks in, and they all just kind of look surprised. He's like, dude, I'm 15. Yeah. See, but Wes has better looks with chicks than Jordy, because he had that girlfriend when in the start of season three, yeah. that blonde girl. But the weird part is, he's not making chicks in the holodeck. Yeah. He's making big, hairy aliens... That's yeah. I mean yeah. So I mean, jo- I mean, so the funny part is when we started this episode, which seems like forever ago, yeah. you were saying that they created Wes to be a connect to the kids that watched. Yeah. But he has better luck with chicks than Jordy. Right. I mean, that's how it just played out. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I, when I was saying that he was made for that connection. No, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's still it's yeah. still kind of a weird thing, you know? Yeah. That Jordy's the lovable loser on the show. Like, he's the Chicago Cubs of love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And turbo lift accident. Yeah. <laughs> and just getting his general and getting ass handed to him. And, yeah. <laughs> and getting turned into an alien The creature. most unlucky man in Starfleet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the king he's of the, first... He's the Harry Kim of, uh, you know, from Voyager. Yeah. Harry TNG. Kim is, is the new... Version of Jordy. Well, every, every every series has one. Chekhov was for the original series. Jordy. But they didn't torture Chekhov this much, did they? Oh, more in the movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, think about in in the second movie in Wrath of Khan. I mean, he got. Well, it in the first good. movie, yeah. when the Vichy well, probe scans. Well, yeah, he was physically abused, but not emotionally. Yeah, Jordy's more emotionally abused. Yeah, that's yeah. Hey, those scars are on the inside. Well, no, but they're, they're, each series, though, has... I think in season eight, he blows up the ship. Bitch. Well, I mean, that's... <laughs> he's tired of everybody. Yeah. No one loving him. He commits suicide. Yeah. While blowing up. <laughs> that's, what happens. that's what happens at the end of season eight. Because we've talked about season eight. That's that's the finale. Mm-hmm. Jordy goes nuts and blows up the ship. Yeah. I think probably he maintained his sanity by... Because, you know, he's pretty close to Data. And Data is fully skilled in multiple methods mm. and he obviously knows how to play with Data's memory so if he has an encounter <laughs> with Data well, wipes his my memory hand in your back right there to erase that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> manual shut down that's why Data doesn't remember it because he basically wipes his memory afterwards I don't know man Jordy I just feel bad for the I do the, too the dude yeah I like Jordy poor guy <laughs> so they decide that they're going to shoot these asteroids because if they're the things that are draining the energy from the ship and spouting out this radiation, then if they destroy them, that should make things better, right? Makes sense. One and yeah. one is two. Yeah, very <laughs> logical. And this was probably Worf's plan. No, finally, yeah. finally, somebody agrees with Worf. Smash! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they uh, they try to do it, but the radiation just increases mm. and the energy drain gets more severe. Because Bummer. you just charge the uh, asteroid devices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shoot it harder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So, uh, Jordy goes back down to start working again. But then the power... Do you mean working or yeah. working? <laughs> yeah. Well, the power gets too low. So the holodeck shuts down because that's the protocol and he doesn't have the authorization to override no. it. I think that was, you know, even though he's chief engineer, he can't do this. And yeah. I think that's because of the Moriarty thing. Yeah, probably. That they were like, Jesus, Jordy, you misspoke <laughs> and made a living thing. We've got to put a stop to that. Because yeah. even in this episode, he, he's talking to the computer and he says it wrong and it ends up making yeah. a person. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you, you've lost your privileges. He's just you, that you lonely. Override. He's not doing this. He's making people because he's lonely. No, I think yeah. he, he's just... That you know he doesn't think things through, and they had to take away his permissions. Yeah, 
<laughs> he lost his permissions. <laughs> you can only go to these websites, Jordy. Aww. One more strike and you're out. The J chip, dude. The J chip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they have a staff meeting. Of course. I mean, you're about 20 minutes away from eventual radiation poison. Why not talk about it? Yeah. So what do you think it'll be like when the radiation kills us? Yeah. Well, first, all your hair will fall out. Oh, well, I'm oh one my step, God! I'm one step oh, ahead of the game. Do I have it already, Doctor? <laughs> oh, my God. I, I've had it for 20 oh years. I'm going to die. What am I going to do? I'm faced with bone mortality. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joining you soon, Meemaw. I'll be there in space heaven with space Jesus. <laughs> I'm coming to join you. Yes. Oh, no, Meemaw. So sad. I have I have radiation poisoning because I don't have a hair. He turned oh, into no. Fred Sanford all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, terrible. I'm going to die here in space with these losers. <laughs> Mima! <laughs> Why, Mima? Why can't I just stay on Earth and work at the vineyard like my cousin's brother? It sucks for me. Why didn't I just stay? Why didn't I meet her at the cafe those so many years ago? Oh, you were right, Mima. Instead of effing with time. Let's blow up the ship before the radiation robs me of any more of my beautiful hair. I really am surprised I didn't come up sooner. Well, blow up the blowing ship? up the ship, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> I think he was keeping that ace in the hole. <laughs> I just don't want to say it too soon. Instead I don't of dying of a horrible radiation-related death. We could just all die in a blaze of glory. <laughs> I didn't want to, you know, I don't know. People expect me to say it now, Dennis. I don't want to just come out with it. <laughs> I wait for someone else to recommend it, and then I'm the first one to be all for it. Mm, mm, yes. Oh, that's a good plan. <laughs> Solid. Yeah, to give that man a promotion. <laughs> that way, in a thousand years, we won't be luring somebody else in the yeah. same way that this shit right. got us. Yes. Absolutely. We'll be protecting future generations. But it's weird to think that they're the... The Enterprise is the first ship to encounter this booby trap. Yeah. It's been there for a thousand years. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's in the middle of an asteroid field, so... But, I mean, people know what happened in that asteroid it, field, so you think there would be some kind of, like, exploratory missions. In a thousand or just years, somebody at least one archaeological... Yeah. yeah, or just somebody passing by well, hey, that heard the distress signal, too, because that's what lured the Enterprise in there in the first yeah. place. They weren't there to see the asteroid field. I mean, you, th- I mean, you, th- you don't think the Ferengi would have been there, like, kind of scoping around, trying to find some stuff to so, kind of... Well, it might not be Ferengi territory. That's true. Good touche. Good point. But they seem to go anywhere they want to anyways. They jumped right in when they were doing the war games. So why wouldn't this be part of oh, yeah. the, the jointly explored well, I'm just, I'm just saying it could be further away, though, from where their normal roving ground their is. Their trade routes. Yeah. yeah. It just seems to me that someone else would come across this. Yeah. Yeah, a thousand so, years. That's kind yeah. of a long time. You know. But they all figured out a way to get away. But and they didn't market for anybody else. Totally. Yeah. So, but Jordy's on speakerphone while this staff meeting's going on. And they have under two hours of shields remaining, and now it's only going to be 26 minutes of survival Uh-oh. after the shields go down. And see, my thinking was, is I'm thinking it, w- it was actually 26 minutes this whole time. It's just another thing Crusher got wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no, no, no. There's more radiation. I forgot yeah. to carry that, too. <laughs> uh, and when it actually happens, oh, I meant 26 seconds. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we're dead. <laughs> So Jordy's like, oh, man, I'd really love to help fix this problem, but I, I need you to turn the holodeck back on. <laughs> All the power loss, you know, you guys shut down the holodeck on me, so just please turn it back on. Please, Captain, please. Come on, baby. Like, all right, Jordy. So they turn back on the holodeck. So he starts working. Jordy, are you wearing pants? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't see them. <laughs> 
But I think Jordy actually starts to get like a beacon of hope that one day he might actually meet the real Leah Brom and they might get along just as well. Yeah. Because they're there working and she starts massaging his shoulders and he's like, no, 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 I need to focus on this work. Yeah, no, but that's his creation. Right I mean, he, he made that happen. Yeah. So, I mean... But yeah, did. but he didn't program it to, to yeah. do a shoulder rub. Nine to seven percent <laughs> inaccuracies. Yeah. 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 Have you ever been, Dennis, have you ever been sitting around at work, you know, at home doing work and your wife just comes over for no reason and starts rubbing your shoulders like, oh, it looks like you've been working hard? No. Exactly. <laughs> Never happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's... it's Not my shoulders, I mean. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> I mean nothing, not not no part of me at all. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's bullshit. That's in his head. He made that happen. Yeah. Maybe it's the computer. The computer's kind of flirting with him a little bit. Nah, the computer. The computer might have been admiring Jordy all this time. Yeah. The computer's yeah. throwing Jordy a bone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you yeah. touch these engines. Yeah. <laughs> the computer has a relationship with his visor. You really make me go, Jordy. Things I wear up. He gives it things that make him go. Mm-hmm. Hmm. His hot black schlong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that never got chopped off. Nope. <laughs> it's still good to go. <laughs> yes. So Jordy's there working, and uh, he he's really worried because Picard gave him one hour to figure something out. Because the longer they use the holodeck, the more energy gets drained. So faster. he's actually killing them. Yeah. Yeah. By him dicking around yeah. in his fantasy land, he's actually killing the the crew. That's yeah. awesome. And now it's been almost an hour, so he's he's worried because Picard's gonna come in there and wonder what the fuck he was doing. How come he didn't have a solution yet? <laughs> I gave you an hour. Yeah. Have you been dicking around in here on the holodeck the whole time, Jordy? Yeah. We have pizza, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a lovely horse you have there. <laughs> Can I ride? That'd be awesome. But I guess they come to the the solution that maybe they can rotate the crystal, like keep modifying it, but they have to do it really fast, too fast for any person to to be able to do it. But Leah says she can do it because she's a computer, really. So right. she can she can adjust really quickly. So Joy's like, well, I guess it's worth a try. So Picard walks in. And he's like, oh, what's going on, Jordy? And Jordy explains to him, oh, this is Dr. Brahms. No, nothing. I'm not having sex with her right now. <laughs> We're really working on this problem, Captain. Trust me. And uh, he tells him about the cockamamie plan to let the computer try and fix itself, fix the ship. Yeah. So the cards, I guess they don't really have any options at this point, so they're going to give it a try, but let Jordy run some simulations first to make sure he doesn't kill them all. Before they before they end up dying of radiation poisoning. <laughs> so, th while he's off doing the simulations, uh, Riker goes and visits Picard in the ready room, and they're totally talking shit about the computer. Like, ah, there's no way the computer's gonna be able to do this. It's just not creative enough to kind of adapt computer. to the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So they're already figuring, you know, how are we all gonna die? It kind of reminds me of the the uh, area of blackness episode. When Where they, they just kind of throw their hands in the air like, yeah, we're Yeah, they all know they're going to die, and they all start talking about death and mm -hmm. everything like that. This kind Man, of conversation they're having. We are done for. <laughs> this is terrible. How bad can it be, dying of radiation poisoning? Being dead's going to suck. Yeah. Stupid computer. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid computer killing us. Yeah. So, uh, Jordy and Leah are down there running their simulations, but it keeps failing. Yeah. And it works one time, but then they run it again, and it fails. 
So this obviously is is not working very well. But then Jordy gets a brilliant idea. Maybe if we do it the opposite way that we're trying to approach it, because the harder we push, the uh, <laughs> 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 Leah, the harder I push, the more resistant you are. Push hard, Leah. <laughs> so if they, it's like those those snares you get caught in, the you know those traps. Chinese that the more you traps? struggle, yeah, Chinese <laughs> finger trap. It's like a Chinese finger trap. But the the more you push, the <laughs> yeah. the more they try to resist. Yeah, just ask Yara about that. No, oh. <laughs> poor Yara, she's all dead. Yeah. But, um, you know, the more you struggle, the more you get ensnared in, in, in the booby trap. So if they shut down the power and just use micro bursts from the thrusters, they should be able to get out of there. And that way it won't activate the, the asteroids to shoot more radiation at them. So I guess they, he briefs that to the captain and, you know, they figure this is the plan. It's either that or certain death, yeah. <laughs> Jordy. <laughs> It'll be more fun if I crash the ship into an asteroid. <laughs> so let's try that. Can we do that? That would be awesome. Yeah. So Picard takes the the con. He <laughs> takes the life of his crew in his hands. Well, see, that, that bothered me a little. Yeah. Because it's pretty much established throughout the series as it goes on that Riker is probably one of the best pilots on the ship. Yeah. Followed closely by Geordi. Mm-hmm. Right. Those are like your top two, your your top gun guys right yeah. there. When's the last time Picard flew anything? I don't know. But he does this a lot. Whenever there's something like really high stakes, mm-hmm. he, he always wants control. to do it. Like at the transporters with uh, right. Pulaski when they had to beam her back from being all old. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'll do it. <laughs> you know? It's like, you know how to use the train? Because this guy has like a lot of training. Yeah. If something goes wrong, he'll know what to do. Are you trained? Yeah. Yeah, button goes up, button goes down. Yeah, That's- exactly. There's more, and you have to go <laughs> every time you transport somebody. <laughs> Everybody thinks they think that's the sound the transporter makes, but it's actually the technician. The that's yeah. why it works so well when I do it because I make the noise really good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's two sounds actually because if you're the person being transported, you've got to move your fingers in front of you for the sparkles and go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jazz hands. That's <laughs> the sparkles. <laughs> They're bedazzled. So does it work? Uh, yes, it works. Whoa, well, that's awesome! They, uh, the series didn't end the third season. They <laughs> shut down the power and they go flying through there. And wow, that was the card uses the gravity of a large asteroid to kind of slingshot slingshot them out See, of there. Right about this point, I started realizing that so many of the the plot points here were like Apollo thirteen. Yeah, like space. they had to balance the yeah Apollo thirteen in space. Yeah, <laughs> they, had to, they had to get the right amount of power, and the, every time they they had one problem, they solved that, but then something else crops yeah. up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, basically the same thing. Like, oh, let's use the gravitational pull of this object and right. get out of here. Slingshot. Slingshot. And I thought that was pretty cool, though, the way the Enterprise looked when she spun around the asteroid. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty neat. It's a good bit of shooting on the model. Yeah. Yeah. So they make it out of there. Yeah. They're alive, and they destroy the Promelian ship, so nobody Aww. else will be pulled into the booby trap. See, that was the thing with this episode, Booby Trap. I kept thinking Samaritan Snare. Yeah. Similar. Would, would be, you know, as far as a, an adequate title. That's why yeah. I've always been You respond to the call for help, and next thing you know, you're mm-hmm. screwed. You're, you're trapped, yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, for me, that's why I can't remember a lot of Next Generation episode titles. Oh, yeah. Because there's tough, so many yeah. that would apply to different... Like Menage Troy, I can remember that Whoa. one. Whoa. Yeah. That's a good episode and very descriptive name. But... Yeah. For this one, I always get it confused with title-wise with Samaritan Snare. Well, it's I mean they're kind of the same episode. 
Yeah, except no annoying aliens. Yeah, but one. I mean, but yeah. I mean, you know, the, it revolves around Jordy. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Jordy is the only hope. Yeah, so they're similar in vain, except this time Jordy falls in love with the computer. So this yeah. is like their do-over episode of yeah. Samaritan's Day. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. So third season was basically the season when we do the do-overs. Yeah. Whoops. And fix them. <laughs> Our apology letter to the fans. <laughs> this one's much better. Sorry, guys. I like it. No, yeah. this one is a lot better than yeah, Samaritan's yeah. Snare. And at the end, Jordy is saying goodbye to Leah. By computer. And he admits, you know, sometimes you have to disconnect from technology to live your life. And she gives him a big old kiss. And then he turns off the program. Yeah, when, you, when you touch these engines, you're touching me. When you're, yeah. And that, that comes back to haunt him and later, see, that little yeah, ending yeah, scene. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Cause, but it's an important message he gives there because this is really before, like, internet porn. You know, obviously, yeah. and stuff like that. Before we were connected 24-7. Right. This was just before or, the, the surge of AOL. Yeah, online gaming and everything like that, where people just get sucked into these things. And the message, right. you know, you need to disconnect. It's kind of funny that they, they could, you know, foretell the exactly. society that we and were Star Trek for. is very good at shit like that, you yeah. know? So. Because how connected to technology we were. It's like, oh, geez, my kids plays Atari or Nintendo oh, gotta, like I, six hours a week. They're watching yeah. TV all the time. Now yeah. There's mm-hmm. 7,000 channels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now that's all there is to do. Yeah. Just watch TV and play video games. And be on the and internet watch porn. and shit. And that's why all the kids are fat. Yeah. And we all have smartphones. I yeah. mean, if I'm more than five feet from my uh, my iPhone, I start getting a little twitchy. Yep. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good episode. And like, I, I, you know, the the plot of it, it's very familiar, but the Jordy stuff is just fantastic. Yeah. Is it weird? Yeah. I told my wife, she was like, are you guys almost done? I was like, yeah, we're running long because we're doing the Jordy episode, falls in love with the computer. She's like, it's fucking creepy and weird. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's it's a really funny episode. Yeah. Jordy falls in love with the robot. Yeah. It's one of my favorite character episodes. Yeah, it yeah. is. So what do you say, Dennis? Then give it a, give it your score. I give this one a 6.5. I really like it. Even though it's not, you know, it's kind of silly, the premise, because they get caught in a trap again. But it's very good character building of a character who doesn't get a whole lot of love. Yeah, no. Ben? I was going to give it a 6 for the same reason. I think it was a great Geordie episode. And like you were saying earlier, it's like... The Jordy stuff is the A story, and the booby trap stuff is the B story. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't think that's what they intended. Right. But, yeah. And I'm going to give it a six and a half also. Pretty good. Excellent. Nice. I was going to give it a seven. Nice. I really like this episode. Again, yeah. it's one of the more memorable episodes because the premise is just so silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Jordy falls in love with the computer. Yeah. Like, you can't remember when it happened, but you knew that Jordy fell in love with a hologram at some yeah, point. And we, I mean, yeah. we've referenced it in other episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That Jordy falls in love with the computer. Yeah. And here it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know? It was, just, it was worth talking about that opening scene for 20 minutes. <laughs> no, it was. Because, because it's I mean, so important to Jordy's character. That was the most important conversation of, I think, the whole episode. It's just because yeah. Jordy's such a great character. He's he Jordy's one of my favorite characters. He's a cool character. It, it really endears him to you more. Yeah, totally. Because yeah. he's just some guy trying to figure shit out. Yeah. Whether it's... You know, engineering or just like his personal life. It's cool. And you don't get a lot of personal life episodes. You know what I mean? You do, but you don't. And like, yeah. it says really, I mean, the beginning of the episode had nothing to do with Jordy being on the ship or she's just trying to date some girl. Yeah. You know? He can fix anything that's wrong with the ship, but he can't fix the most complex engine of them all. Love. The human heart. Oh. <laughs> well, that's a great way to end. Yeah. So uh, download the episode now. It's a lot of fun. Well, I guess if you're 
listening to this, you already have. But tell a friend to listen because it's a lot of fun. Uh, go to DarkTrek.com, check out the forums, um, Twitter, Facebook, the whole nine yards. Yeah, definitely like us on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, and I want to just remind people that we do have a poll up on mm. Facebook now. I have posted all the uh, communicator logs between myself and Tug Johnson. Scandalous. I voted. Yeah. Uh, that's why he's not here. He's actually been yeah. suspended. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty clear. Yeah, he, he's been sent to his quarters. Is it like a two-game suspension? Yes. Or, uh, what, the rest <laughs> of the season? What is he's it? He's been sent to his quarters. Yeah, and you actually had to sit for the first quarter as well. So, <laughs> time out. <laughs> so there you go. All right, everybody. Well, we'll be back on Saturday. Thank you for listening. And uh, yep, talk to you then.